Welcome to CII Radio. In this episode, we're talking to Adam Owen. In this episode of the podcast, we're joined by Adam Owen, president of the Personal Finance Society, and we're talking about his future year in office. To find out more about this podcast and for useful links, go to thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Here's our conversation with Adam. Hello, Adam, and uh, thank you for joining us today on CII Radio. Hello, Luke. Uh, how are you today? You know, I'm great today. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. And congratulations on becoming the new um, president of the Personal Finance Society. Thank you. It's been an interesting two or three weeks already. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yes, I understand you attended your first um, PFS graduation day uh, recently. Is that right? Yeah, I did. That was just last week. And um, I have to say it was one of the best days that I've spent in financial services. I've been in the profession for 20 plus years and yeah. the graduation day is such a great day. And uh, it was great to see everybody celebrating with friends and family. It was just brilliant. Fantastic. Okay, um, just to give listeners an idea of your background, Adam, um, could you just give us um, um, a few words about your your career in financial services? Of course, yeah. I joined the profession in the mid-1990s and uh, initially as a Tide Agent Advisor, um, did my first few qualifications, the FPC, and then um, moved to an IFA status and set up a practice. I developed that into a group of companies, um, including investment and financial planning, but also general insurance and compliance. And then after a little while, pivoted into a compliance role. Spent a number of years in um, compliance, doing um, 166 review with the Financial Services Authority, amongst other things, and then moved into training and development. So I became a accredited trainer with the Chartered Insurance Institute and the Personal Finance Society, and now spend my time as curriculum director at NextGen Planners, looking after the development program there, the NextGen Planners training contract, and also doing some strategic work with small firms, helping them with succession planning. Excellent. Um, and your theme for your year as president is developing future leaders. Can you tell us more about that and give us um, an idea of the message you're looking to convey during your presidency? Of course, yeah. During the course of the year, I'm keen to promote the concept of um, what I refer to as mindful leadership. Um, Many of us joined the profession at a time where actually leadership wasn't a key part of our curriculum. And so ultimately, I know myself, I became an accidental manager and um, made a lot of mistakes along the way. And so to bring the idea and the concept of leadership management more into the mainstream and to help develop leadership skills for our future is, to me, really important. We see that statistically, or statistics are regularly giving us information that say that actually um, large numbers of our financial advisors are hoping to retire in the next decade. And many of these have been stalwarts and leaders of the profession. So this has the potential to leave a leadership gap um, so it's important for us, I think, to support that next generation of leaders. Absolutely. So that's the the, the kind of work you'll be doing throughout the year is is encouraging that that message of, of future leaders. Yes, certainly. The Personal Finance Society is already well represented in the new CII Connect Mentorship Programme, and I will be out promoting that further. Um, but in addition, we'll be launching good practice guidance focusing on leadership and management. And I'll be speaking more about the subject uh, as I visit uh, many of the regional conferences. Excellent. Um, yes, a lot of work, uh, great work is done by the PFS regionally across the UK. Do you aim to visit local institutes um, uh, in the next year? 
Definitely so. Um, I've signed up to um, 13 local institute days so far, okay. and I'll be looking to add more as I can during the course of the year. But I'm looking to get to as many of the different regions as I can, because it's really important, I think, to pick up and engage with the issues that our members are grappling with at the moment. And, you know, it's really easy for us at PFS board to, um, to think we know what is actually troubling people. We see a lot of comment in the press and social media and all that good stuff. But ultimately, there's no substitute for just sitting down and talking to people. So that's one of the key things I'm looking to achieve this year is actually to speak to as many members as is is as physically possible absolutely so that gives you a chance to not only kind of get your theme and your messaging out there but also get feedback from from the members which is obviously very important I think it really is. You know, as a professional body, it's important that we develop public trust, and that's one of our key messages. But also, I think that we should be developing trust within the profession. And you know, where we can start there is by listening, listening to our members, and ensuring that when we are listening, that actually we're doing so with an open mind. It's really expected of a professional body across all of our professional bodies, in actual fact, that um, we don't make mistakes and um, people can be quite critical when a professional body does take a misstep. So I think that by opening a dialogue and everybody understanding, A, what we're trying to achieve, um, but also B, that we're all in it together is um, is really important for this year for me. Fantastic. Um, yes, our, our new CII president, um, Nick Turner, his, his theme is actually trust and specifically the, the pillars of trust and those kind of actions uh, on a daily basis that kind of build or, or erode trust, which obviously affects advisors, affects insurers and all kinds of professionals. Um, how important is trust? trust in our profession and, and how do you see your um, time as PFS president kind of supporting that that messaging? It would be unusual if I said that trust wasn't important, of course. <laughs> it would, it? yes. Yeah. But um, but it is it's everything um, for our profession. We we don't deliver a tangible product. Um, we don't make anything. Um, there isn't something that somebody can hold on to. And so everything that we do is just interaction. And every interaction is built on trust. And of course it's very difficult to build trust and it takes a long time. It's incredibly easy to erode or even destroy trust. Yes. And so for me, it's about ensuring that we do continue the great work that we're doing to build public trust, but also very much to build trust within the profession. Our members should be able to trust their professional body. They should be able to trust each other. They should be able to trust the sector. We don't always see that manifesting itself. One of the key things I'm particularly interested in is looking at how we can improve the quality of discussion and debate on social media, for example. Not that all of the discussion and debate on social media is of low quality. Right. But if if somebody derides the profession on social media, people outside of the sector don't necessarily make the distinction in terms of what people are trying to say. It effectively just brings everybody down. And so I think we we need to be careful, particularly when we're communicating publicly on social media, to ensure that we keep focus on the things that will build public trust in our profession. Because yes, there are benefits to the profession, but most importantly, there are benefits to the consumer. We need to be trusted by the consumer so that the advice gap doesn't develop further. 
Absolutely. Um, so you've been a uh, PFS board member for, for over three years. Um, what have you learned from that experience and um, what differences do you think there'll be now that you've actually become president? Oh, you know, I've learned so much over the last three years and it's, it's a strange thing. Nobody tells you what it's going to be like before you actually join the PFS board. Um, not that it's a secret society or anything like that, um, but you just don't really realise the work that the Personal Finance Society do, or at least I didn't. You know, I know Keith Richards and others um, spend a lot of time uh, explaining the work that the Personal Finance Society and the CII in general do. But in actual fact, until you're sat in those board meetings just looking at the scope of what is achieved, and also looking at the the way in which the Personal Finance Society works in the interests of the profession, but also in particular from the perspective of the interests of the consumer. You know, we're a professional body, not a trade body. So as a professional body, our focus is on building public trust and improving outcomes for the consumer by raising professional standards. And that takes an awful lot of resource and effort and time and the people within the personal finance society do um, great work in achieving that much of which goes on behind the scenes and often isn't recognized so the first thing i i spent my time learning is exactly what the personal finance society do but then i've learned so much from my colleagues and co-directors on the personal finance society board uh, you know it's a board of mostly volunteers apart from those who are, um, represent the PFS executive. And those people are drawn from across the profession. And you know, it's that level of strategic thinking and debate that I think is really valuable. And you know, we do our job and our role on the PFS board is to assist the executive in their strategic planning and to challenge where challenge is appropriate. And so you know, just learning the, the processes and procedures, learning what is or when it is the right time to challenge, and learning what's important to our membership has been, um, it's been quite a journey over the last two or three years. Fantastic. So, so being a member of the PFS board, obviously, and a member of the PFS in general, has, has really given you a chance of engaging with the wider profession. It has. And it's, you know, it's one of those things I spent the first 15 to 20 years of my career pretty much in my own little bubble. Right, I, did, yeah. I did a lot of things and I thought I knew a lot of people and I spent a lot of time um, working across different areas of the sector. Um, but actually, it's not until I joined the Personal Finance Society and then the PFS board that, oh, well, initially I got involved regionally and then joined the PFS board that you realise just how different and varied our profession is. And there isn't a one size fits all. And there's definitely not just one right way of doing things. Everybody finds their own path to achieving good customer outcomes. I think one of the things that I'm keen to do is to embrace all of those different pathways so that, um, you know, we're not prescriptive, but we are supportive. Excellent. Um, and uh, finally, Adam, what are you most looking forward to during your tenure as uh, president over the next year? You know, I've said it already, and it, it really is. I love meeting people. I think yes, you, yeah. you can't spend 20 years in financial services without enjoying meeting people because you meet a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to meeting with members and hearing from them and engaging more with people on social media because I think that actually we need to talk more with our membership and 
you know, I'm keen to hear from members who don't always attend our regional conferences or other personal finance society events, because we get thousands of people at those events. And that's brilliant. But our membership is now almost 40,000 people, and we can't get everybody at those events. So I'm keen to um, meet with and speak to members who don't necessarily come along to every one of those events to find out what their challenges are within their professional careers. Excellent. Well, um, thank you, Adam, so much for joining us today on CIO Radio. It's been great chatting with you and um, we wish you obviously all the very best with your presidency. Luke, thank you very much. Excellent. And uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of CII Radio. Uh, if you'd like to find out more, you can visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts, or you can find us on Twitter at PFSConfCONF. Uh, until next time, uh, thanks for listening to CII Radio and goodbye. <laughs>